This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, even children get older. And we talk with blogger Tony Hammer. Woo! Even children get older, and I'm getting older, too. Isn't that Ooh, the Isn't truth. that a the fact? That's a fact. That is the reality that we're facing. <laughs> that is the reality <laughs> of a majority of the discussion we'll be having today. But let's just let's just start. Let's just go somewhere else. Let's go someplace. I'm sure happy. How are you, Teresa? Oh God. Um. <laughs> the landslide brought the town down. Um, so last night, okay, my mom's in town and she was like, why don't you guys go out? And we were like, great. What? We'll go out. Okay. So (laughs) I get Oscar to bed and, uh, we leave and my mom is like left to get Simon ready for bed and put him down. Okay. So we go to dinner. The place we wanted to go (laughs) was closed. We went to some other place. It was Fine, my food was burnt, but it was whatever. <laughs> we talked about work. Can't I have anything nice? I know. I know, but I The I, one time the I one go time out I to enjoy my own food and I'm not cutting it up into a thousand pieces <laughs> and it's charred. Um, so <laughs> I actually had a really good glass of wine. Good. So at least that. Yeah. But we talked about, we got sucked into like a work-related like depression, uh, mutual work-related depression conversation. Good. Great. Good. Which, check, you know, check, check, check that off the list of things to do on spur of the moment date night. Depressing work conversation, check. Bad food, check. check. What else you got? Yeah. So then, <laughs> so then we're just like we're we would have gone somewhere after, but Jesse started getting a headache. Check. Check. So we go. So we're like, we'll just go home. Right. Whatever. We we'll just go check. Home. It's fine. You know. Check. We've been out for an hour and a half. <laughs> we go home. I walk in the door and I hear baby crying. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I hope we didn't just like wake him up walking in the door, you know? Right. No, he woke up apparently five minutes after we left and just screamed the entire time. And mm. like I had instructed my mom not to get him up out of bed if he wakes up because if he, because that would be a really early nighttime waking and I right. wouldn't be feeding him at that time anyway. So. She was like, I, I listened to him cry for a really long time, that's and then hard. I just couldn't do yeah, it. So I picked hard. him up, and I was like, I completely understand. Right. That's fine. But, like, it didn't help to have her pick him up. He just, like, Continued wanted screaming. to nurse or wanted mom or whatever. Right. Cried literally the entire time. My poor mom. And so she hadn't even mm. had a chance to get Simon into bed. Like, Simon was, he was in bed, but he was wide awake. So this is, like, Whoa. 9.15. And we're, like, so I get Oscar from her. She's so, I felt so, oh. she was so nice. But it was she was, like, I beaten, know. you She's know. She's beaten up. Totally. Yeah. And, but it was, like, a shock. Because she hadn't texted me because she felt like she wanted yeah. us to have a nice time. And she knew he was, she knew Oscar was fine. It was just that he was crying. Well, there is this theory in everybody's head yeah. that eventually the child will stop crying. Yes. And eventually the child will go to sleep. This is everybody. Yeah thinks this, yeah. including 
Uh, me us. and you and us. Yeah. I mean, this is something that we've all said yeah. to somebody or ha- has been said to you. You can be a mom and think it. You can be a dad and think it. You cannot have kids and think this. It's like really like, oh, look, eventually the kids got to go to sleep. And that is probably true. But the kids can also go for two to three they hours because that is Ellis's first time. six months of life was yeah. that they all the go. time. Yeah. And so like, it. so no. On some level, they don't actually just go yeah, to sleep. Right. They can keep going in for 24 hours, potentially. And especially if you're, like, trying different stuff. Right. Because it's, they're like, oh, what's this? And then they, like, try, and then it's like, oh, what's this? It's not like they're just, like, sitting there in their crib for three hours. Right, you know? like, right. And so you're You're trying mom. to help. You're rocking them. Right. You're singing to them. You're putting on music. You're giving them some water. You're doing, you know, whatever. Because <laughs> your mom's a pro, dude. Yeah. So your poor mom, who I'm sure in her head's like, I'm not going to text because eventually this kid's going to exactly. stop. Yeah. It's, oh, okay. So so, she, so anyways, I get Oscar. I get him down. Like, it's fine. He just, like, nurses. And yeah. Get, I, then he, I put him back to bed and he he's like a little mad to go to bed but he goes to bed he goes to sleep and Simon's still awake and so I sit there with Simon and do like my normal nighttime thing waiting for him to go to sleep um and my mom was just like done at that point which was completely understandable and so she's you know so I just sat with him but I'm still like dressed up from my date like still my shoes on so I'm sitting in there Simon takes like another. He doesn't go to sleep till like ten fifteen. Yeah, he's just wired. Like yeah, everything wired. was different. It was you know it was oh, his it was, birthday. Day. It was his birthday day too. Um, right. You know it was just he just he was fine. He wasn't like acting out. He was just awake. So right. he went to sleep at like ten fifteen. So I come out of there and like Jesse's going to bed. My mom is going to bed, and I'm just like, I felt like I'd been like. Like I don't even know how to describe it. Like I've been through like the washing machine or something because like I hadn't. Had a chance to like even come decompress, home, you know right. what I mean? Like, or the yeah, the date was like not. We were kind of processing stuff, which I think needs couples need time to do that away yeah. from their kids too. Like, even though it's not necessarily fun to have like a depression work conversation, like those things actually need to be gotten out. Sometimes. And they're hard to do when you close the door on your kids and you sit down at yeah. the table because that's also the time in your house. To, sometimes you have to remove yourself from the house yeah. and go on a quote-unquote date, a yeah. work date, basically. Basically. Basically, a it's work a work meeting. date, a work meeting we with your partner. We should have put it on the work card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, I just, I was like, my head was just swimming. And yeah. by, you know, by the time I get to sleep, you know, it's after 11. You know, then I'm up twice in the night with yeah. Oscar. Yeah. And then I'm up in the morning, early. Yeah. With with yes. him and then everything starts again and I was just by the time I woke up like I'm not gonna lie I was depressed I was yeah. like and it wasn't I I didn't like fall into the trap of just being like well this is just a sign that I can't ever leave the house or I can't <laughs> do this you know I right. can't this just means I can't leave like I just it is what it is and it happened and it sucked but like it just did really suck. There, I, 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 I can, I can see you. Like, Just so you know, I can physically see you. And like, I this, like, this vision in my head of that moment where you walk out. Because I've been there, and yeah. I'm sure like all our listeners have been there. Where you like come out of that situation, and it's it's really not about the re- it's, it's, it's all the like rational reality. All that's fine, mm-hmm. it, and and you know it. But yeah. like, you have this moment where you're just. So like shook to the core, yeah. and you're just like, I, 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 you're torn between being so sad and so angry yeah. at the same because you're like, no one else has to fucking do this. <laughs> like, no one else. Like, this is just me. 
man, this is the worst. And it's just awful. And you're just like, like everything, if it was like a cartoon, everything would be black around yeah. you. You know, yeah, like, every totally. day would just be like super dark. Yeah, and you're just like done. Like yeah. you're just it's it's such a, because kind of like shell shocked in a yeah. weird way. Like you're just like what? No, and nobody gives a shit. No, and that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter and to the point where I was like, should I even talk about this on the show today? Because mm. I was like, this is just. The crap that just is always happening. Mm -hmm. And, like, I know for other parents out there, it's happening to you guys, too. And, like, sometimes I think we hesitate to even bring it up with our friends because it's just, like, really, like, do we all really need to hear enough? Like, do we all really need to? But you know what I'm saying? I think so. I think so because I think it's good to hear. I, you know, I, I... I don't know. I, I think it serves as a good reminder to all of us that there are that we are not the only person standing in a puddle of darkness at yeah. two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it like yeah. I, I really I think it's fair to do to say it. Okay. And and that really sucks. Thank you. And I'm sorry. Check. Check. Yeah. Check. Thank you. Um speaking of really sucky, speaking I had sort of a similar like night or wherever I'm setting my I'm setting myself up for a similar sort okay. of existence kind of thing. We right. moved Ellis out of our room okay. this weekend. That's major. It was a big deal and it's gonna kinda play into part of our discussion as well. But we finally got him out. Like Stefan's we just didn't have company. We didn't have Stefan's home, blah blah blah. Uh-huh. We just had like a million reasons we haven't been able to do this over the last month. So we finally got him out of the room and it was heartbreaking. Like I just Stefan was like, yeah. Can you please talk about this on the show that like for the last two months, you've just been like, I need everybody. I need this child out of my room. I yeah. need everybody out. I need space. I need my personal. And now you're like, I'm just going to go get him at 4 o'clock in the morning and snuggle. And snuggle. Right? Yeah, and it's I like, my him. baby. He's too far you, away. Why are you taking his crib? Yeah. Why are you taking this? And, of course, the room is, like, super small that we're putting him in. So, like, it's yeah. no lo- It's just a room he can sleep in and get changed in. Yeah. <laughs> it's just That's like, kind of nice. Which is fine. So we've got to find other places for him to play. Mm-hmm. But uh, And the house is trash because we pulled more stuff out of there. And oh. And then we still have to pull stuff out of our bedroom to move the new stuff in. Mm -hmm. So, like, it looks like we're moving again. So there's the... That's a great feeling. So there's the anxiety of, like, my baby is Uh out of my room. And I cannot just get him what I want to. I mean, Mm -hmm. I can. I can just walk down the hall and get him. But you know what I mean. He's not, like, right there. I know. And my house is totally a shitstorm of, Mm -hmm. like, everything out. Mm -hmm. So that never makes me feel good. But I will say on the, the pro side, Stefan looks at me and says... But we can listen to podcasts in bed again. <gasps> we can Yay! have the light on when we go to sleep. I know, we cannot major. have to like stop. I mean, it's, it's our major. room. I can open you can the windows. Just be yourselves in your room. We can just have our room, and we can. Around. Both the kids are on the other side of the you know the house now, uh-huh. so we can actually have the volume up on the television oh at night. Oh my god! Which is nice. Amazing. So there's like major things yes. that are great. Yes. But anyway, so a big emotional. Big emotional, major, major thing Huge. happening for me Huge. Uh, with my child leaving my room, uh, and which, which is, and, and we did it on the perfect weekend. We did it on the same weekend that we had Catherine Bell's five-year-old birthday party, right? Uh, and you had Simon's three-year-old birthday party, yeah. And that is going to lead us into our discussion today about yeah. horrible emotional wreckage that is our children getting older. I mean, happy birthday! Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. 
Christ. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Just, by the way, that is the only song I cannot sing ever on key. I can get the first it's line out. everybody always starts too high. Ooh, makes me crazy. It's a problem. I Jesse and I have a really big problem where whenever we call family or friends on their birthday, mm-hmm. we always start off singing on totally different notes and we get really <laughs> mad at each other and we stare at each other as nice. we're trying to sing to the person, like trying to get the other person to back down and like get onto our note. Nice. Discussion over. That's all I really wanted to say about birthdays. Um, Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Simon turned, you had Simon's three-year-old birthday party. Yeah. he's The party was yesterday. His actual birthday is tomorrow. His actual birthday is tomorrow. Simon, you and I briefly talked about this at the Mm -hmm. party, but Simon is still of the age where you don't have to separate it. You can just Mm -hmm. tell him he's three whenever you want to. Whenever, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't get it. He doesn't yeah. understand calendars or right. dates or times or anything right. like yeah. that. So he's it's like, great. yeah, it's great. You're three. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Catherine Bell's like, so we had her five-year-old, we had her birthday party this weekend because next weekend her birthday is the same day as another girl in her class. So it would have been like simultaneous birthdays the same weekend. I didn't want to do the joint party thing again. I just, I just like fell on the sword as it were and just did our birthday the weekend earlier. And uh, so, and to make things worse because the preschool kind of, everybody who's still at the preschool right now is just basically getting free daycare for the rest of the summer, you know? So not everybody's there. It's just like half the kids. Mm -hmm. And, um, but they wanted to celebrate all the August birthdays early. So in July, oh. the class celebrated her birthday. So oh. she's, this is like, so she had her school Very birthday. Very anticlimactic for her. Oh, yeah. Kind of. She had her school birthday. She had the pre-party, the party birthday. And then she's going to have a real one. So whenever you say happy birthday, yeah. it's not my real birthday. Yeah. I don't turn five. I'm not five yet. I'm four and a half. My real birthday is August 10th. And yeah. I, this was just my pre and you were like, that's so cute. And I'm like, I hear it every yeah. time somebody wishes this kid a happy birthday. Yeah, it was, I, I I will just tell the listeners directly, it was fucking adorable. Like, we, Simon and I were wishing her a happy birthday, and she was, like, explaining just super clearly. Yeah, because you guys are idiots. You don't know. But she did explain it <laughs> no, really well. And, like, she, you know, she. I mean, I guess it's not that big of a deal for somebody her age to know, like, the date of right. her birthday and, like, to understand all this stuff. But she was explaining it so clearly and, like, in such a healthy Helpful way. Like, let me help you understand what's going on <laughs> with me and my birthday and my, how right. old I am. This poor child. It child's was really life. cute, but I can totally understand how hearing it more than like two or three times uh, might make you kind of want to kill yourself. Yeah. Anyway, so so we so yes, so we had her party this weekend too. Uh-huh. So uh, so that was so we both had big birthday weekends. We did. Yeah. Uh, tell what's how did the party go? I mean, I was there, yeah, but you everybody there. wasn't. So how I thought the party, by the way. Was super adorable. Thank you. You did a great job. Tell tell Thank people you. about the party. Yeah, it was night. great. I'll just say we decided to go with like the having the party at a place where they do everything oh, yeah. for you. Good deal. Um, we had it at this uh, little like kids gymnastics place where I've been taking Simon once a week, and um, it was it was great because like it was really for the kids. Like yeah. there was no like. Even, like, the shy kids had fun. Like, nobody had to deal with, like, fighting over toys at someone's house. It was just, like, the teachers were super nice. They played music. They had, like, all these activities that they led the kids through. But they also had free time with the 
you know, stuff. That they, yeah. yeah, the stuff, you know, the ball pit and the trampoline and the monkey bars and all that stuff. And they really just like you can tell they're trained. To, they're like, pros. Too. They, they're trained to like make everybody participate and have fun, and also just to like exercise the shit out of your toddlers. Yeah. Like they just like get them running and like yelling and. I mean, I just that was great. It just was what it was like all I wanted. Yeah, I wanted to see Simon yeah. have a good time and like have fun and just I really what it comes down to is I just wanted it to be easy. The highlight of this it was train themed. Yeah. Train themed party, yeah. Tom's train themed party, which was great. The highlight was where <laughs> they gathered all the children and put them in the center of the room uh to to be in one place. Mm-hmm. And out from like behind these doors to the to the song "Born to Be Wild," yeah, comes Simon yeah. on a train, on like with a like big train, train. Like electric train, yeah, like yeah. balloons coming up, like on the highway, looking for adventure, and it was yeah. just like. It was the most amazing. It was really dramatic. It was so it was awesome. Dramatic. It was awesome. It was and awesome. And the best part about that was that he was so serious, but then he was a little bit tired. Yeah. I think so. He was just kind of like, "Yep, here I come on this train. I'm on a train. Here I am, guys." <laughs> yep. It was really funny, but he did have so much fun, though. He. It was a good party. You did a good job. Thank you. You did a good, good Thank job. Thank you for coming. Well, I just want to say, because parties are stressful and hard, and, and like, you, you you do a lot of stuff, and I, we're going to get into this in a second, uh, but, like, I, I do think that, like, there are some birthdays that are harder than others because yeah. they're more momentous for whatever reason in yes. your head. Yes. And I think three is one of them. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good time. Thank you. Good time. Good job. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you want to tell us about your party? I'm going to tell us about, uh, yep, I, Catherine Bell was turning five. Yeah. And we chose to do, for the first time, the at-home party. But a lot of things uh-huh. a lot of things we had to kind of deal with this time. Uh-huh. One, uh, we wanted to do it at the house. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. We just did. Two, because uh, we thought it would be cheaper to do yeah. it at the house. And I actually it, it was. So we was, didn't, yeah. like, rent a space or anything. And two, it's August. So it's hot yeah. as hell. So we did it in the evening. We did five yeah. to eight. Yeah. Uh, so this was the first party for her friends. It was really hot that It night. was humid. As, it was yeah. so muggy. Yeah. Uh, it broke around, like, seven. So okay. that was okay. But, like, it was – but everybody did fine. Okay. Um, but it was the first time that these kids all had – a nighttime party, and mm-hmm. a lot of kids were on vacation. So it wound up being a pretty small group of kids. They were all her age. It we I, it was my little pony themed, mm-hmm. and I will say that I went a little above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made tails. I made. I wanted the kids to have costumes to to, yeah. to wear. Yeah. And like a month ago, I started farting around with the idea. Yeah. And I was like, "What's going to be the easiest thing to make? Like yeah. yarn tail or like tool tail, like whatever." And I just slapped some felt together. Yeah. And with a hot glue gun, you just cut it out in the shapes of the ponytails. Yeah. And I made like three of each pony. The tails. The tails. And then you just tie them around the waist. And then some ears. It's yeah. just all felt. Yeah. Right? So it was like super cheap. And Amazing. It was, it was hot glue. And I did it all like in advance. Like I was working on it when I could. So it wasn't so like the good. day before the party I'm trying to cut out eight million tails. Yeah. Um, but uh, let the serve as a reminder. When somebody asks for an RSVP for a party, do it. At yeah. least a week out. Because True. I'm, like, making stuff. And I'm, like, I don't want a kid to show up yeah. and not get a tail. Right. Uh, the other thing we decided to do was instead of the gift bags that mm-hmm. kids get at the end of the day, uh, we which you guys, by the way, had a very good gift bag. It had bubbles in it mm-hmm. and a bouncy ball. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah. That, and a fruit leather. Oh, yeah. These were three simple things that will be used. Yeah. And do not clutter your house up. No. 
Then there's the crap bags that people give yeah, out at these with things. Yeah, a bunch of little tiny It's a bunch of little just garbage. You garbage. Die. Just poison yeah. and garbage in yeah. there. Uh, so we were like, we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. So we had bubble wands mm-hmm. that people could use. Mm-hmm. And we had like a picture of Discord next to it who's from My Little Pony. And it says, oh, what fun. Bubbles. Pick one. Mm-hmm. And they could take those home. Uh, we had horns that you blow that Catherine Bell had come up with as unicorn horns. Mm-hmm. So Princess Celestia was inviting you to take horns mm-hmm. or whatever. Like everything had a thick because, you know, stuff and marketing guys or everything had yeah. signage. Yeah. The whole place had I signage. I saw the signs in the picture. They, yeah. It was beautiful. We had horses. We had my little thing. Anyway, so kids could take stuff so they could take the costume, they could take the bubble wand, they mm-hmm. could take the horn and at the very end of the party we had a little plastic weight there are sunglasses mm-hmm. because one of the ponies has a line in the show that says she just wants things cooler. Just make it 20% cooler. Mm-hmm. That's like her instructions to somebody. Hey, cooler, cooler. Mm-hmm. 20% cooler. So the, all the, the, the sunglasses said, thank you for making my party 20% cooler. Right? Yeah. And you got to take it with you. Um, so I, there was a time halfway through the day of the, par- of the party, preparing for the party, mm-hmm. where I was making the cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And they were going to be rainbow cupcakes mm-hmm. right with white icing on top mm-hmm. so like a cloud love it right and i'm in the middle of making these for the first time and i just i just like wanted to shout out do not fuck with me mm-hmm. like that's how i felt i was like you felt powerful i felt powerful mm-hmm. i was like do not fuck with me i am the fucking mom i am yeah. fucking killing this yeah and i was killing this and the reason I'm going on and on about it is after like the last year and a half of mm-hmm. not being able to tie my shoes, mm-hmm. my brain has just not worked. There were no fails in this party. Yes. I did not like start hot gluing and realized I had hot glued the two pieces back to back wrong yes. because I was doing that three months ago with other stuff. I mean, I couldn't yeah. sew a straight line. I couldn't yeah. tie my shoe. I couldn't make dip. Yeah. Everything was like failing. Water in the coffee grinder. Let's all remember that. I successfully made all of these things. Biz is back. I felt like a fucking pro. That's so cool. And I had a great time doing it. I had a great time doing it. And I had a great time at the party because the kids just trashed the backyard. Yeah. And it was fun. And it was like, it really just felt like a birthday party that like that I would have gone to as a kid. You know, like somebody's backyard. You just like whatever. Yeah. So anyway, parties were a success. Cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Good job, us. That said, mm-hmm. as the party winds down, mm-hmm. I started to have this like crushing blow yeah. of sadness. I'm like yeah. in bed that night. Uh-huh. And I know that the next day we're moving Alice out of the room. Okay. And my daughter's in her room. Mm-hmm. And she did a great job mm-hmm. overall for a five-year-old whose birthday mm-hmm. it wasn't officially. <laughs> um, and I just feel like my my children are my children are where are my children? Where are my babies? Mm-hmm. My daughter's turning five. Mm-hmm. Like she, it's like that like scene from when Harry met Sally, where she's like, "I'm going to be forty one day or whatever." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's going to be seven tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Basically, she's not going to want like she has her kitty. You know, like it's her security item. Like mm-hmm. I, all I can think about is she's not going to want kitty soon. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon, she's not going to sleep with kitty anymore. What does that mean? That just means she's older and like, oh, that's so sad that she's not going to need kitty. You know, and she's not going to need me and she's not going to need anything. And like, ah, and then Ellis, why are you taking him from my room? Why am I so eager to get rid of him? He's my baby. I need to feed him. I'm just, just trying to sustain him. Why am I fighting? Oh, everybody's leaving me. I should have eight more children. What is going on? I just felt like, and Stefan says to me, when I'm like, I, my babies are getting older. I don't want my babies to get older. I don't want mm-hmm. them to get older. And he goes, 
but that's what they're supposed to do. It's yeah. a really good thing. Yeah. And I go, what? Did they get older and then wind up never talking to us for weeks at a time? I need to go call my mother. <laughs> and I immediately went outside. I was like, I haven't talked to you in three weeks. I'm such a bad daughter. Um, so, uh, so I did you get hit by that? Because five's kind of mm. a bit, for me, five's like... We're kindergarten. Yeah. We're into it. I think five might be a little bit bigger than three. Oh. I don't know. I, I have a couple that, that's, I totally feel you. I was definitely, I was definitely Three's there big. at one. One was yeah. like that One for was me. a big deal, yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a couple things going on right now. One is like, Simon has seemed three for like three or four months to me. Right. And I'm like ready for him to just be three like right, I, he just yeah. does not he did not seem two to me I was just like you were a totally different child than you were when you turned two like yeah you know what I'm saying yeah no, that's so why I'm saying three is also a I've big really, one three is a like, huge shift. I've really already kind of been on board for three like I've been ready for three yeah. I will probably I I noticed like I looked at the calendar and I realized like we're back from our travels and Simon's turning three and I like realized that like in three weeks he starts his new preschool yeah. and that's going to be full time that is when I'm going to be coming in here and be like, I had a total breakdown last night, like cried my eyes out. Right. Um, but I think right now it's like he's doing really well and we're spending like shitloads of time <laughs> together. So I don't have that like he's getting taken away from me feeling right now. Like I just right. don't. I think that I will feel that way in a few weeks. But I also like have this weird thing where like having Oscar around mm-hmm. kind of like softens the blow of, of Simon mm-hmm. getting older. Yeah. Does that does that no, make sense for you at all? No, okay, because it makes sense because, and I wonder if sometimes it has to do with how close they are. They're Maybe. closer in age. Than, yeah. Because when I see Catherine Bell about to be five and I look at Ellis, yeah. I see how, and the fact that he's going to be one in like a couple a of months, months. Yeah. I, I just feel like I, the speed you do. of which it's yeah, going to take from like him to get here yeah. to five feels super fast. Yeah. It feels like, to me, it just seems. She is it's just a mirror so of how fast of how he's going to get there. Go. Yeah. While so I like could also more. see with them being super close, because Simon, yeah. while turning three, what he's doing is, when I see three, I just am like, it's not the taking away. It's making that leap into real kiddom soon. Uh-huh. Like, it's making that, yeah. like, there's so many cognitive things that are about to start totally. happening and so much independent thing, so many independent things he's going to totally. start doing yeah. that it's like he's going to become really a different kid over the mm-hmm. next year, and it which is so cool. Yeah. But because he's so close to baby right now, like yeah. that, that line, Oscar's like a very quick replacement. He's like, oh, yeah. it's my baby. Like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah you're, fi- you're fine. I mean, the right. weird thing is like, because Simon will like grow out of something and Oscar's like already, already. can pretty much wear it, yeah. which is a weird that's, you're, weird. that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's a little bit like he's just right behind him. Like, yeah, you know. Well, but so how does how does him getting older make you feel? Because I'm getting older. <laughs> I didn't even realize how well this was going to pair up when I decided to start making fun of the song. Um, you're, yeah. No, that's Does a it really, reflect anything? I mean, or is it? It totally does, I think. Okay. I was just having this conversation with Jesse actually a few days ago where he was saying, like, he feels really old now sometimes. Like, because yeah. he's a dad and, like, he's a dad and like, that just dad. makes him feel old. He's right. like an old dad or whatever. <laughs> And he was, that's his, that's his like kind of description. And I was, I was really surprised at first because I was like, I feel like we're so young. Like we have these little kids and we're like in our early 30s. Like we're really young. And I said, but I kind of feel like what I'm actually nervous about is once my kids are like 10, 12. Right. Then I think 
I'm going to feel, and this is no reflection on all you amazing people out there who have older kids, but like that's for me, that's going to make me feel like, oh, I'm old now. And then like, and then when I think about that, I'm like, God, do you think maybe I could just like have another baby at that point to like make myself? Yeah, because you're kidding. You'll be you'll be my age. (laughs) You'll be my age when I started started shooting them out. Right. It's it, it. There's a weird connection because you're. They are marking that time. It's not like we're still the same age we were when we had them. Right. Right? Like, so yeah. every time they, I mean, five. But I feel like I am. That is a uh, weird thing. Like, so that, feel, I it's think keeping it's, you young. Yes. It's and it's young. like, but it's keeping me young. But I also have this feeling that because time is flying by now, like now that I have them, time mm-hmm. is going so fast that I have this feeling that like tomorrow I'm going to wake up and be 10 years older. Like, it's going to go by so fast that yeah. all of a sudden I'll be like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. No. Where and, did my thirties go? But they will be gone in the blink of an eye. That's. But that is what's going to happen. Yeah. I think that happens for like all the parents. Yeah. I'm like, because there parent, you go. I think. You know, wow. Well, if I had my kids at twenty, would I yeah. feel old when my kid turned five? If I was yeah. twenty-five, probably. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like I didn't have any twenty. Like my because, first half of my twenties is gone. Because children still age you horribly <laughs> and prematurely. It's like being the president of the United States. <laughs> you just come out older and grayer and sadder, like more. <laughs> jaded. Why am I dealing with a bunch of idiots? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> so good. Yeah. Birthdays. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and just say I think I have those weird um devastating my kids are growing up too fast things like at random times. Mm. Like I don't think it comes with birthdays. Like I think because I can see birthdays coming yeah. and I like prep for them emotionally, it's not it doesn't like hit me as hard. Well, Cuz I feel like I remember the first time I like really cried about Simon growing up. Yeah. Like really cried. He was 14 months and I just was putting him to bed one night yeah. and like he was just different. I like put him yeah. to bed and there was just something different about him. Like it was just like this is some, this is different. I'm like actually getting chills right now thinking yeah. about because I remember it so clearly. And I came out of his room and I just like sat down with Jesse and I just cried and cried because I was like, he's I can't like stop <laughs> did, this from happening. Do like, just not have this like threshold? I don't know. Because there is this, I do this all the time because I mean there have been moments like that with Catherine Bell too that were very specifically just like I'm tucking you in at yeah. night. Those moments do happen, I think, yeah. all the time. I think for me, the birthdays seem to have the like it really seems and I think maybe this being the birthday I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that the three for Simon and the five for Catherine Bell come right after having yeah the new babies I think so yeah and being right there on the the other side almost of the postpartum world of like hormones and depression and everything (laughs) else I wonder if if that plays into it, yeah. and our kids' birthdays are right before school year starts, totally. so like their birthdays will always be like synonymous with things like yeah, you're the, starting first grade, the new school you're year. starting so true. second grade, you're starting yeah. third, you know, That's which are so all true. same a little bit, yeah. right? So, yeah. well, maybe we can just do what my mother used to say, which is just put a brick on their head. <laughs> And make them, oh make them stay. Not That's... smash their head out and keep them. <laughs> just, just set it very just gently. Just set it very gently so that they can never grow any bigger. And they can be held in your lap forever. I need to call uh, my mother uh, now. Everybody go call your parents. Right now. Right Do it. now. Justin, what are you doing? 
uh, strapping a uh, chicken to my arm. Heard there's some uh, plague out west, so I just wanted to you know, kind of get out ahead of it. Justin, if you'd ever listened to our medical history podcast, Sawbones, where we talk about everything from trepanation to bloodletting, you would know that that is a ridiculous idea and it will never work. Sawbones? I haven't caught it. Sawbones? Yes, it's every Friday on the Maximum Fun Network, and we record it together. A doctor or something? Yes! Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time! Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. What you got? Okay. Uh, we went on uh, BoatParty.biz. We went on the mm-hmm. cruise with the kids nice. last week. Overall, it was great. The flights, cross-country flights, were long days. Um, oh, yeah. But the cruise itself was so fun. Um, and one thing that made it so super fun was my genius idea to yeah. keep my children on California time. Ooh, how'd you do that? Because we were staying on the boat and in a hotel room, and they have heavy curtains, so yeah. it's not a big deal. Ah! And so, but it was so awesome because, like, one of the nights we had a music night. We had yeah. two nights of comedy, one night of music, and the music night, the comedy nights weren't really good to bring my. Babies right, too. but the music <laughs> night was awesome. Yeah, and like they were totally wide awake because to them it was only like six o'clock. Oh my gosh, there that's it was genius. like nine. So they made it through like the first two musical acts, like whole first two musical acts. Whoa! And we had so much fun, and I got to like have a drink and like hang out yeah. and talk to people, and like people took turns dancing with my kid, and yeah, it was totally amazing. amazing. And then we just like so we would go to bed. I would go to bed with them. Yeah, Jesse usually had to stay out later, which right? Was fine. I would go to bed with the kids at like, you know, midnight. Yeah. And then we would all sleep till 10 and it was great. That is genius. Thank you. Fucking genius. And then we didn't have to adjust when we came home. That was genius. So, like I said, I had a lot going on for the party. I had a lot of like themed things. I was going to do different food things. We were going to have like cupcakes and uh, donuts and like I I was getting costumes for me and Stefan as well as for Catherine Bell, blah, 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 like all the stuff. And and just want to say for the record, it's not because I'm a crazy person who likes to overdo. We just really like That's throwing what parties. That's you like to do. No, really that has like been established All right, on this show. No. My genius is this. One, I started three weeks ago getting mm-hmm. stuff ready. That's amazing. And two, the, the real one was as the big day approached and I started realizing that stuff just wasn't, certain things just weren't going to get done, I just let it go. I was yeah. just like... All right, I've got her costume done. Mine and Stefan's aren't done. I just, if I don't have the time for them, they're just not going to get done. Yeah, you just want to wear a costume. Right, we're just not going to, heaven forbid, we're not going to wear a costume. I didn't call and pre-order the donuts. We're just not going to have donuts. Yeah. today. It's okay. There's cupcakes and ices and pizza. And I never felt bad or guilty or, I was just like, it's okay because it's all enough. Yes. It's all enough. And I just, which is. That's such a thing that clearly shows that I'm back in therapy yes. <laughs> <laughs> because that would have driven me crazy, I uh-huh. think. And so I was just really pleased that, that, that happened. That is awesome. Yes, thank Good you. Good job. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I'm calling with a genius moment. 
but it's really more like a I'm fucking awesome and nobody gives a shit moment. I am 19 weeks pregnant and I have three kids. And after the first trimester bullshit, I'm really just starting to feel like an actual human being again. And today, I got up at a reasonable hour and I made myself breakfast and lunch, (laughs) which sounds like no big deal. But after feeling like an invalid for the last few months, feels really great to me. And they were healthy. And I clean the kitchen, (laughs) including sweeping the floor. And I have dinner in the crock pot, and I watered all my plants, <laughs> and I'm trying to remember everything. Anyway, I'm going to pick up my kids from baseball, or from school to take them to baseball, and I'm bringing homemade lemon bars <laughs> for snacks so I my know. poor neglected children don't whine about being hungry the whole time. And I'm amazing. So <sighs> there you go. And even though I hate talking on the phone, I called and left a message to brag. <laughs> I feel better about myself. Bye. Yay. Good job. Oh, that's so great. Right? Better. Yeah. I just think that's so good. It's just really good. Uh, like, and you know what? You could have done like a third of that stuff. <laughs> so and I still would have said good job because you just got finished with a rough time. And yeah. like, you still deserve to like go easy on yourself. <laughs> it still would have been like lemon bars. Yeah. Damn. I know. Good job. Good job. Oh. Too bad they can't all be like that. <laughs> Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. I, for some strange reason, <laughs> did not check my three-year-old's pockets before putting his pants through the wash. <laughs> And there wasn't like a live toad in it or anything. No, there wasn't a live. As I said that, I realized it really could have been a lot worse. No, but, it's, but I do feel bad. It was a bow tie made by, like, handmade um, by this like shirt maker who's a friend of Jesse's in New York that was made specially for Simon when he was a baby. Oh, no. And for some reason, Simon must have been playing with it, or maybe he was sure. wearing it and then put it in there, like. An adult would do. I don't know why. Why was he putting stuff in his pockets? Babies don't need pockets. They don't need pockets. Three-year-olds need pockets. Apparently. <laughs> so now I'm gonna have to start checking his pockets. But I really destroyed the bow tie. Like we're um, gonna try to like I don't know iron it a little or something. Mm-hmm. But like it went through like the hot cycle and like the hot you know the Ooh, yeah the so non bow tie right cycle. Now, it looks like a ball. Like it looks like a oh. tiny ball of trash. You know, like a <laughs> tiny ball. <laughs> It's really sad. That is a horrible fail. I know. What do you have? So so we had we're putting stuff in the bedroom, the new the new quote unquote bedroom closet, aka Mm -hmm. closet for Ellis. And for the first time the two wall plugs, like the two Mm -hmm. you know, wall sockets were revealed Mm. from behind furniture. Danger. Danger, sure. But you know, again, Catherine Bell never touched a plug. Ever. We never baby-proofed our house with Catherine Bell. She just like, never didn't even interest her. So we're sitting there. Stefan's like setting up the crib, and I'm sitting there, and I already commented on one of the plugs. Like, mm-hmm. one, oh, we're going to have to replace that because the, the, the people who used to live there have, like, face plates that are too big. They don't hold the plugs, oh, the plugs yeah. loose. So I'm I like, hate that. we ought to replace that. Not yeah. a big deal. Whatever. The other one's fine. We'll yeah. use it. Ellis and I are sitting there. Ellis, like, sees the one that's yeah. okay, 
and takes off for it. Yeah. Like, so, but I'm like, whatever. I mean, it's just it's like it's there. He doesn't have like a fork in his hand or anything. Uh-huh. He goes up and reaches for it. The whole plate just comes off. Oh like, my there God. was no screw in there. There's like no screw holding the plate in there. Oh my so it's just this moment of like, well, A, that was really fast that he got there. Yeah. And B, he just took it out of the wall. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. It's like immediately, like my entire next two years of my life flashed yeah. sort of like in preview through my eyes of we're I'm fucked. You're really fucked. We're really that kid just like it was like a lollipop. I know. All he wanted to do was keep going back and touch that fucking socket. Hi, I'm calling in with a fail. Uh, my son is 18 days old today, and I think I've already got a pretty good one. I named him Sion. Um, and you might be thinking, what's wrong with that name? It's quirky and biblical. <laughs> Problem is, I meant to name him Simon, and somehow there's an M missing from his birth certificate. I'm not sure if the person transcribing it just messed up, or when I was filling out the form, my first day as a parent with no sleep and on right. pain pills. I left the M off, but either way, I have to go down to City Hall and pay a bunch of money to legally change his name. So that's pretty awesome. Okay, bye. Okay. That is a horrible fail. Mm -hmm. And I actually screwed up Catherine Bell's birth certificate and still Mm -hmm. haven't fixed it, just by (laughs) the way. Why anybody's letting moms do birth certificates. We really should not. But I just want to say this is a two part call. This caller called back. Okay, let's hear it. Hi, I'm calling with an update. I called earlier to talk about the fail of accidentally naming my son Sion instead of Simon. <laughs> I just got off the phone with the hospital, and it's not my fault. So his name's still Sion. I have to go do a bunch of paperwork to fix it, but I'm not the worst mother in the planet, so that's great. Okay. I love how, like, somehow they were conclusively able to tell her that it wasn't her not fault. Not your fault, right. Mm. Good. <laughs> Does it good job? Very jo- suspicious. Okay. Very suspicious, but, but... Good job. Sure, good job. Yeah. Good job. Your kid's name is but Sion. this is a fail, though. Can we just say It is a suck? fail. You suck. This is a fail. <laughs> and the genius moment's going to come when you realize, like me, that you're never going to get down to City Hall. And then you're just like, eh, my kid's name is Sion. <laughs> My name's Sion. I- I'm waiting for the call six months from now where Sion eats something he's not supposed to eat. So, yes, thank you, new mom. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. Teresa, yes. Let's call a mom. Great. Today we are calling Tony Hammer of the blog. Is it bedtime yet? Stories from a mom who never wanted the job. Welcome, Tony. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, before we get into it, we'd like to ask you a little question. We ask all of our guests, and that is, who lives in your house? And my home is uh, me, my husband Luke. And my two children, Lillian, who is two, and Levi, who is one. So let's jump into it. Uh, we'll just we'll just start off with the name of the blog. I mean, the the title right there in the name of the blog, you know, stories from a mom who didn't want the job. I assume you don't mean blogging uh, <laughs> as the job you don't want. Uh, I assume you mean motherhood. Why don't you tell us a little bit about about making that statement and what? What do you what do you mean? How what do you possibly How mean? Dare How you. dare you? <laughs> do you possibly mean you didn't want the job? 
And if you didn't want it, how do you have two kids, Missy? I'm sure no one's ever asked you that question. Nope. This is the first. Um, (laughs) The the best part is actually that my kids are actually less than a year apart. They're actually 355 days apart. So that even adds to more of the questions. Um, What I mean by I didn't want the job. I never planned on being a mom. I never planned on having kids. I never saw myself being that maternal. Um, and it wasn't necessarily because I saw myself some high-powered career woman. I just never planned on being a mom, and I never necessarily wanted it. Um, <laughs> I just love this. Oh, no, no, just to like, that's great. It's just so clear. It's just, yeah, it's just, <laughs> country. there's not, I don't I think, I think the secret is there's no secret. Yeah. I just didn't really want yeah. kids. Just not, just not, not into gonna it. Just not going to do that. Just wasn't going to do that. Wasn't my, uh, there, there's no sinister, selfish no. reason. You just didn't want them. <laughs> no, I, I thought about it, you know, because I have friends who are having kids or that were married and talking about starting their families. And I'm like, huh, I, uh, I don't see myself in that role. I just didn't think I have the right personality for it. I was. I'm introverted. I like my space. I like alone time. I'm selfishly independent sometimes. I'm like, kids kind of screw all that up, I think. So I'm just going to pass. <laughs> well, so what happened? Yeah, now? so you I mean, you, you're married to your husband. He agreed. He was like, mm-mm. Or was he like poking holes, you know, in the diaphragm, <laughs> mixing up your pills? I mean, like, was this like a team effort, a team thought on the whole no kid process? Yeah, it was something that we talked about, um, I think even before we got engaged. Um, so he knew he, he wasn't as harshly opposed to the idea as I was. Um, but he knew that I was like, I don't want kids. And we, I mean, we threw around the idea of maybe someday like doing foster care or something, um, just to like give back in a way. And maybe if we felt like, and urge, then we would maybe look into doing that. Um, but in terms of having biological spawn, it just wasn't something that was on our to-do list. <laughs> so, yeah, so what happened? Did you get drunk and fool around? What happened? <laughs> no. I, uh, so here's the story. Um, I took my birth control religiously um, before we even got married, obviously. And then we were on a cruise with uh, my in-laws, my husband's family, and um, what started the whole thing, the thought process, was that my husband and I were in our room, and I said, do my boobs look bigger to you? <laughs> and he said, kind of, and so we labeled them vacation boobs. Because <laughs> <And laughs> he just assumed it was like, it's all you can eat the fate on the cruise ship, and that's why they were getting bigger. <laughs> and so at the end of our vacation, we were driving up to see a friend of mine in San Francisco, and I hurled not once, but twice on the 101. And then I started to be tipped off. And so when we got back home to Portland, then I took a pregnancy test and two pink lines showed up. Wow. Yep. So Surprise. you just got pregnant just, on the pill. On the pill, you got I pregnant. Got, yep. Got you are pregnant on the pill. You are one of the many. It actually yeah, happens to quite happens. a few. It happens yeah. to a lot of people. Uh, I know, and that's why I'm so surprised that people are shocked that I got pregnant on it, because they're all like, well, I take my pill at the same time every day, and I thought, so did I, and here's my daughter. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so, so then what happened with the second? <laughs> so the second, actually, that's something that I, 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 I haven't been asked yet. 
Oh, well, I win. (laughs) (laughs) You do, too. Good job, Mm Biz. Thank you. Um, (laughs) The second one, so obviously the pill didn't work out too well for me, and so we were trying to come up with alternate forms of birth control, and there's the implant things and the ring things, and I didn't really feel comfortable having something inserted into my part. (laughs) So while we were trying to figure out what the best step should be for us, then we got pregnant before we came Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the old oops, oops, as Teresa likes to call it adorably, the oops baby that she yeah. is predicting that I'm going to have. But, um, no, but that, but that is true. That's actually, now that's like one that happens to millions of, yeah. of people. Because you yeah. are, you're just like, well, I just it's had a, the baby. There's no yeah. way I'm getting pregnant again and right away. And you're not having sex like every single day. Right. And you're just like. Right. It's, uh, it's a miracle unlikely. if you're having sex. Yeah. <laughs> Double miracle <laughs> if it actually winds up connecting in yeah. a way that, you know, because we're not 17. Right. We're not no, like. No, I know. Yeah. Right. Well, and because my kids are so close together in age, I mean, it was only like, you know, you get cleared at six weeks. And I think I took the pregnancy test like 10 weeks after Lily was born. I mean, it was. Oh, my God. Wow. That was fast. That is fast. So would you, gonna, would yeah. you recommend it? Yeah. So should we? Uh, should people do it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Oh, wait, do you mean motherhood or having kids so close together? <laughs> I meant having kids so close together, but I would love to hear your answer about motherhood as well. <laughs> um, having kids so close together. Well, here's the thing is that I don't know anything different. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. this is the situation that I have come into. And so I can say until I'm blue in the face, it's so hard. It's so difficult because it is. But a mom who has kids who are four years apart can say the same thing. You know right. what I mean? Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, we preach that on the show. It, it really is just sort of about your personal hell that you're living in. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we're in our own personal hell. We're all in our own personal hell. <laughs> um, exactly. Well, actually, before you get to the question about should people be moms, I actually want to mm-hmm. go back to the original statement of not wanting a job. And, you know, you've named the blog this, and you've You've actually written uh, uh, frequently on the topic uh, on your blog and on other blogs like Scary Mommy. And I got to assume that the Internet, a place where people come together and support each other openly and lovingly, especially (laughs) when it comes to things about motherhood, uh, that the response was like, we totally understand where you're coming from. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To a T. Yeah. No, so what happens? So how do people respond when you say this? I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, the the biggest response I had was to a post that got put up, um, featured on Scary Mommy, titled, I Never Wanted Children. Um, and it is what it is, and it just, you know, admits that having kids wasn't my plan and that there are some super tough days where I think this is why I never wanted kids. Um, and the response was, I don't know if it was exactly 50-50 because I stopped acknowledging the the negative comments. Um, uh, I will say on the positive side to get the good news out of the way that I did get a lot of women emailing me and Facebooking me and saying, this is so great and thank you, I could have written this myself and I feel the same way and you're so brave. And then on the other side, then people said that I needed therapy and my kids were going to need therapy and I'm a horrible person and I should die. And I thought that one was a little bit extreme. Yeah, it sounds a little extreme. Yeah, <laughs> a bit a over the top. Well, 
There's something in, in a recent post that you did, and I thought it was a really great line, and it, it had to do with, you know, just because you didn't want kids doesn't mean that you don't enjoy being a mom. It, I mean, it yes. really is two different things. I, it, so so I, I know that people initially respond to the, to, the, to, to the statement, I didn't want to be a mom. But that, but that doesn't necessarily speak for your entire experience. Can, I, 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 can you talk a little bit more about, about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a friend of mine coined it as just because I didn't want to take the journey doesn't mean I'm not enjoying the trip. Right. Um, it, it wasn't my plan. And I think that's my biggest struggle with um, the negative feedback that I receive is that people just read the title of that, that article, but they don't actually see the end result, which is, if you read my blog, you understand that I love the crap out of my kids. I mean, they are cute and adorable and hilarious. Um, But I just want other moms and even parents to know that I never planned on having kids and that it can't just be my story. Um, So the whole reason why I write controversial posts like that and why my blog has that title is because I want other moms to know that they're not alone and that if they never planned on being a mom, but here they are, then that's okay. And they shouldn't be ashamed of how they got here. You know what I mean? Well, it, it's, it plays into a larger issue that I think people have, whether it's about kids or anything else. We all have certain visions of what our life is going to be like, you know, right. whether that's with kids, maybe not kids, married, not married, this type of job, not this type of job. I'm going to live right here and, you know, such and such the rest of my life. And then you don't. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm going to have two legs my whole life and then they get blown up. I mean, like they, things <laughs> yeah, happen things to happen. you all yeah. the time and your right. life plan is different. And it's OK to say this is not what I was intending to do right but like i but i think that's a really great uh, point that that doesn't mean that you're then horrible at it <laughs> you know? right. i i think about every two or three days and i feel like i did a pretty good job today at this mom thing <laughs> i mean it's all about doing the best that you can in the situation that you're in um and i hope that my kids understand that should it ever come up which i'm sure it will someday where they understand, you know, that I never wanted, never planned on having kids, that they understand that this is the life that I was given and I'm doing the best job that I can. And I actually like it. I actually like being a mom. And I mean, <laughs> for someone who never planned on having kids, I think that's pretty exceptional, personally. Well, you know, and again, that is true for people who planned meticulously mm-hmm. to be right? a mom <laughs> is the day that they're like, hey, I'm actually enjoying this. Or, hey, mm-hmm. this is actually really hard. Or, hey, all those things. And it's just, you know, ugh, people got to learn how to relax. Speaking right? of relaxing, not everything on your blog is uh, so controversial. Some of it is also <laughs> freaking hilarious. And I just, you you do a lot of, like, lists on your blog that are very enjoyable. Yeah. I'm actually going to pull out... One of my favorite lists, and, and and read aloud one of my favorite okay. items from your list. And it was a um, list of six things that you've learned since becoming a mom. <laughs> and it's item number two, and that is chicken and rice baby food tastes nothing like chicken and rice. It is nasty. <laughs> it tastes like nasty. Why is it sweet? And why did I taste it in the first place? Oh, right, because my baby flung it into my face when he realized it was nasty. <laughs> I... 
never have I, like, I was like, yes, that is 100% true. There are so many baby foods I wind up accidentally tasting. I'm like, this doesn't even taste like, why is this? This is just fucking dog food. This is dog food. And okay, especially the meats. The meats always creep me out. I'm always like, yes. how is that? How is this oatmeal? Like, I, I have one where I'm like, it's like it's like broccoli and oatmeal. And I look at it and I'm like, I don't even see where the oatmeal is in this broccoli and oatmeal. Uh, it's totally disgusting. But I do encourage people to go check out the site for a number of reasons. You're you're hoping to go past the site. You're hoping to actually, you're working on a collection of essays, actually. Yeah, um, I am actually doing things backwards because the blog actually came out of the fact that I'm writing a book. Um <laughs> And normally it's the blog turns into a book, and I did it the reverse way because in order for people to buy your book, they have to know that you exist, and so then I started the blog. <laughs> One of the many ways that I went about life the wrong way. Um, so, yeah, the the book, um, currently it's of the same title, Is a Bedtime Yet? Stories from a Mom Who Never Wanted a Job. Um, and it's just a collection of um, essays and stories. You know, got the funny stuff from bath time shenanigans and dinner time drama, um, to a couple more serious pieces, um, I, I talk a little bit about my struggle with postpartum depression with my son, um, and then post, or pardon me, not post, because it would be in a book, um, stories encouraging other moms in their journey to motherhood, um, and it's just designed to encourage and to entertain other women, um, and let them know that they're not alone in this whole mommy misadventure world that we're all living in. Well, actually, now let's go back to the question that Teresa uh, had asked, which was, which was... I think it was, would you recommend Yeah, motherhood? would you recommend motherhood? <laughs> now that, I mean, yeah, it was a woman who said you didn't want to do it, and then you kind of wound up doing it. What do you, what do you say? You know, I, I, yeah, I, I think I would. Um, Suckers, I think everybody run! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those, those first couple months are hard because you don't know what the hell you're doing. Um, and you can't even really like pretend because it's an actual living human being staring at you. Um, but I think once you get past it and you start to realize, Hey, this, this kid is mine. This kid has my genes. This kid has some of my personality, my eyes, whatever. Then you kind of start to bond. I know there are moms who have the instant bond thing with their children. And it took me about six to eight weeks before I really got that down with my kids. But now, I mean, they're one and two and they're walking and sort of talking and they're hilarious. And, <laughs> There's some super hard days. Like, my son for the past four mornings has decided that a quarter to five is the new wake-up time, and it pisses me off every morning. (laughs) Um, And I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to make it to bedtime. Um, But there are also some awesome things. Like, my my daughter says, I love you, Mom, like, when she goes to bed. And my son says, more and please. And it's just, it's rewarding. It's hard, but it's very rewarding at at the end of most days. Some days I go to bed and wonder what the hell I got myself into. But overall, yes, <laughs> I would recommend motherhood for sure. And especially for me because I'm a writer. So it gives me never-ending material <laughs> to entertain everybody else with. <laughs> well, we really appreciate you coming on the show. And I, I, we really appreciate you making the statement. It's a, it's a weird world that you have to be like, you have to get comments like, that's really brave of you to say that in, in this day and age. But, but on some level it is. So... Thank you for never wanting kids and then having kids and then sharing your experience about it. Because there are probably tons of people out there who that experience has happened to. So thank you very much. And we'll link everybody up to the site and all the information. And you're doing, oh, and by the way, you are, in fact, doing a great job. Oh, thank you so much. So good job. (laughs) 
Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Every Wednesday, 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 Maximum Fun presents Lady to Lady, a comedy podcast with Tess the Tower Marker, Brawl and Brandy Posey, and Barbara Mayday Gray. Listen as they throw down with comedy heavyweights like Aisha Tyler, Retta, Kate Flannery, and more. These ladies will make you laugh so hard you will literally explode. So go to MaximumFun.org or iTunes and download Lady to Lady before it's too late. Wait, where's the, where's the music? What happened? My throat hurts. I don't know what to do. No! Should we just get coffee? Okay. Whoa! That just goes to show you yeah. that <laughs> no matter no matter what you plan for, I know. it's totally out of your control. And yeah. the best thing to do is to learn to roll with it. Yeah, and use like multiple forms of birth, birth control. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's that's the larger takeaway, I, no, I, I guess. Just, yeah, I, think, I just think it's funny because, like, I heard about somebody else recently who got pregnant fully on the pill, like, um, yeah. uh, like was totally taking the pill religiously and got pregnant. And it totally does happen. But, like, Jesse and I have had so many conversations where we're like, because I was on the pill for, like, 11 years. And we're like, we never. Yeah, we were yeah. Actually, like, we were having sex, like, constantly right. for years and years. And we were always really careful. And we never had to. And now I'm just like, I'm a fucking I know, right? It totally can happen. And that is why they, like, when you're in sex ed in high school, and they're like, always use a condom in addition to whatever else you're doing. Well, thank goodness we still have sex education in our schools. Oh, wait. I don't think we do. Ew, that's really scary. And thank goodness we don't ever want to teach young girls (laughs) or boys, Mm -hmm. especially boys, Mm -hmm. about sex education. If you give them condoms or pills, they'll go out and start having sex. If you don't give them condoms or pills, they're going to go out and get pregnant. Sorry. (laughs) Ta-da. Anywho, soapbox. Off of it. Lost half our listeners. Anyway, um, let's continue the love for people trying to do a good job. Mm -hmm. And have a mom have a breakdown. Okay. Okay. I just have a thought. Can we all just fucking chill the fuck out (laughs) and let someone tell their story and realize that by them sharing their own experience, it is not to the mutual exclusion of everyone else's experience. <laughs> like, I, this is turning into a rant, I can tell. <laughs> I get so fucking pissed. It's like that mom who put that picture up about what's your excuse. And everyone was like, fuck that bitch. Like, we don't have time to work out. Fuck you. You're a trainer. It's your job. Yeah, she's <sighs> a trainer. It's her job to look good. But just because she looks good and has three kids... <laughs> doesn't mean that is directly turning around and insulting you and saying you don't look good. We can all look good in different ways. Stop being so idiotic. There isn't just one pretty mom in the world. There isn't just one mom who's good at crafting in the world. There isn't just one mom who's good at, you know, multitasking we can all be good in different ways at different things and just because one mom wants to say like you know what i keep a fucking clean house because i do i keep a clean house that doesn't mean i'm saying you suck at life your house isn't clean you can keep a 
clean house too, and we can just sit and fucking eat our humble pie together, <laughs> talking about how awesomely excited we are about how clean we keep our houses. Ugh. That just bugs the shit out of me. It's like, I get the commiserating and misery thing because I do it. I agree. But that's different than shitting all over somebody because they're trying to be proud of themselves and you just aren't having it because you can't find a way to be proud of yourself too. <laughs> Women, we can all be beautiful. That We can all be pretty. She can have pretty hair. You can have pretty eyes. You both can have pretty lips. We both can be great moms. We both can be good at finances. We can both suck too and still not be asshole people. Have a drink, ladies. Calm down and get out of each other's asses. It would make mommy play dates so much nicer. Seriously, mm. please do that for me or my kid isn't going to have any friends because I can't tolerate <laughs> hanging out with moms who are like that. Ugh. I love your show, though. Seriously, it helps me so much. God, I feel like I need a cigarette. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. That was an appropriate call for today. It was. That yeah. was. Do, do you feel better, Mom? Do you feel... <laughs> Do you feel like you you got it out? It seems like she did. By the end, she was yeah. like giving herself some deep breaths. Yeah, like she did a good job. Good job, mom. Good job. And yeah. really good points, though, yeah. across the board. Yeah. Because when somebody does something good, they're not doing it at you to make you feel bad. Right. It, well, it goes back to that whole, like, are you being judged yeah. or are you judging yourself? Right. Which we've, we've, yeah. we've touched on. I mean, because I do remember, yeah. I was thinking about that. I never pay attention to what celebrities are doing. And then every once in a while, I'll see friends on Facebook be like, that, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow sucks. Or like, whatever. I don't know who it was. <laughs> was it Gwyneth Paltrow or somebody who said, like, being a mom is hard when she has to bring her kid to the movie set or yeah, whatever? It was, it was something like Paltrow. that. And people just ate her yeah. alive. And I have to say that my thought was, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> Hey, she's in her own personal hell. She is in her own personal hell. I, I, I am fine not being Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow, you're good doing job. a good job. Yeah. It's fine. Like, you know you're what? You're doing a good job of being Gwyneth Paltrow. You're doing a good job of being a Gwyneth Paltrow. You're fine. Good for you. Mom, who's totally got her body back, good for you as well. Like, I can yeah. say, but it's fine. But it's true. It's just like, for some reason, yeah. we get so wound up in the things that we're not feeling good about yeah. that we just go and take it out on any ray of sunshine sometimes totally. that comes out. Like, I totally. mean, but so, feel free to leave us comments. Yes, as long as they're positive. <laughs> <laughs> Validate us. All right. What did we learn? Okay. These are the things we've learned. One, date nights sometimes are work nights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and... Under the best of circumstances, you still should never have left your house. I know. So should you, never you, put my baby down. Yeah, that your baby. Yeah, why did you? My baby. Right. Yeah, so don't ever do that. I won't. Yeah. Your babies. He's right need here. You. He's right there. He's right just here. suckling. That's why you haven't been able to. Gross. Anyway. Breastfeeding is disgusting. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Back. I'm in therapy, everybody. Don't worry about it. Uh, gonna sort it out. Okay. Two. I think we just learned something about biz. That we should skip on. Three, uh, <laughs> kids, they're going to get older. Yeah. It's going to make us feel older. And yeah. we have to simultaneously try not to let that ruin our enjoyment of them getting older. Mm-hmm. We need to let our kids. It's going to be good it's for them. It's good for them to get older. It it's good for us, too. Good for everybody. Yeah. No matter how painful and sad 
It is. <laughs> Say really... something else, please. All right. Children, delights. <laughs> Work really hard to... Mm-hmm. Uh, hold, on. hold on, hold on. The brick thing. The brick. Use the brick. Hit them in the head with the brick! <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was, right? That's right. That's right. Make them vampires. Beautiful old babies. Uh, so I, th- I think for sure that's a takeaway. Okay. We're doing really good here. Um, four. Are we at four? <laughs> we at four. Four. Remember that you are, in fact, doing a good job and no matter how you got there. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you have kids or you don't have kids. Life is going to throw a bunch of shit at you mm-hmm. that is going to, if you have the right attitude, can wind up actually being really great. And it is hard to sometimes adjust our attitudes to accepting that those things can be really great changes. Mm-hmm. But once you get over that hump, it can be really great. And, and, and like, like our guest, like Tony, with the kids, she's having a great time and she's doing a great job even though it wasn't what she planned. And, you know, you can replace nouns and pronouns in that statement uh, for anything that we're going through, that you may be going through right now. And a good sense of humor and a good dose of, I think, our, as our caller said, humble pie. And you'll realize that it's, you're probably doing okay. Mm-hmm. And you're doing a good job mm-hmm. with whatever you got going on. Um, and remember, let's try and go out there and be more supportive of each other mm-hmm. and not let what we read or see or hear or interpret from hand signals from a person across <laughs> the street is not a reflection on a bad job that we're doing, Mm-mm. but a good job that we're doing and a good job that that person is doing. So let's go out, celebrate each other, high five. You're all doing a really good job. Teresa? Yes. I have witnessed the good job that you were doing, Thank especially you. this weekend with wow. that party. Thank you. You are doing a great job. So are you, Biz. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues, got to low down mama blues, you know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. If you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show, then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not going down mama's room. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not going down mama's Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.